Hey, everybody. Welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon, and I am coming off of a very hectic month of activity. I've been teaching my regular two classes a week here in New York. I've been doing my usual sleep no more performing seven times a week. But addition to that, I just did one of my first movement directing choreo projects for a fashion running brand, which was so much fun, such a quick process, but such a um, exciting one. So really great to be a part of that. But I'm also finishing up a uh, a piece I'm choreographing for Alma Collective. This is a dance company based here in New York City, and we have a performance November 4th through 5th. So if you are in New York and you are listening to this before November 4th and 5th, I hope you can come through. We've been working on this uh, for the last couple of months. It's a really cool new piece with amazing group with an amazing group of dancers who I've really loved spending my weeks with. Um, so yeah, like I said, so much stuff going on along with that, you know, balancing family stuff, going to Phoenix for a weekend to celebrate my little brother's engagement, uh, you know, keeping up with my own relationship here with Spencer while they're doing a bunch of different projects. It is a wild, wild fall. And I am just adding to the madness, people, but in a great way. This is all stuff that I really love. This is all stuff that I'm adding to my schedule consciously. It's definitely something that all the things I want to be doing. But before I get into today's episode, I want to let you know that I'm starting a new program. So I'm starting a new program and I'm looking for a really specific group of dancers who want to be a part of this with me. So here's the criteria. If you are meeting about four of these four of these criteria, I want you to just send me a message either on Instagram at it's Brandon Coleman. Um, honestly, just do that. <laughs> I was going to say, or text me. Don't text me. Just go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram to let me know that you listen to this and that you're interested. But I'm looking for a group of dancers who are ideally living in New York, are in their first one to two years of their career, and are, are actively looking for work. Um, and looking to book or build a job in the next three to six months. The final criteria is that you actually haven't booked anything or you haven't booked a lot of things. So if you haven't booked a job, if you live in New York, if you have been in your career for the past one to two years, um, if you are in a contemporary dancer, if you meet one of those criteria, I want you to send me a DM on Instagram. So this program I'm starting and give you all the info. I want to kind of talk to you about it more, but it's going to be taking us into the new year. We're getting started in mid-November, and if you want some more details, like I said, send me a DM. Um, But that's it. You can do that, but I want to get into this episode, everybody, and today I'm talking about growth versus demand phases of a dance career. So what is this? This is something I've been thinking a lot about, especially with this past project I just did for this uh, running brand. But I've been really reflecting it back on my career as a dancer. And I want to share it with you because you're going to be going through these two phases a lot in your career. 
So you're going to be in a growth phase and then you're going to be in demand phase. And then when you start to accumulate more jobs, more experiences, you're going to kind of be fluctuating through both. So let me explain what this means. A growth phase is really where a lot of us start our careers. So when you're in a growth phase, you're probably newer to an industry or a job, right? You're, you understand potential. So you're thinking, okay, I know where I want to be, but this is where I am right now, right? This is the jobs I'm working with, the things I'm auditioning for, kind of what I had to play with. You're, you have more flexible boundaries around pay and conditions. So maybe you're doing things that aren't equity. Maybe you're doing things that are uh, low budget. Maybe you're doing things that are short term and don't pay well. And it's a very yes-centric time. You're saying yes to a lot more things. You are um, not being as selective, right? You're saying you're. it's a yes and kind of time. So that's really what growth is. And our goal with growth is to eventually get to a place where we're in a demand phase. Eventually, we say yes to so many things that we're in such high demand, we have to start saying no. So as you're probably guessing, demand phase is kind of opposite, right? You've probably been in an industry for a while. Maybe you've been in the contemporary dance world for a while, or you've done a few different jobs in the contemporary world. Or if you're on Broadway, maybe, or if you're in like musical theater world, you've done a lot of off-Broadway. You've done a lot of regional theater. Now you're in Broadway shows, moving from one Broadway show to the next, right? You're really familiar with an industry, a role, a position, right? You have these stricter boundaries now. You get to be more selective. You get to say no to jobs that aren't fulfilling or don't have the right pay attached to it. And really, it's about autonomy, right? You really have control over your career in the demand phase. Literally, so many people are reaching out to you to say, hey, I want to work with you, that you get to you get to be in the driver's seat, which is incredible and I think the goal of all this. But the reality is, as you go through your career, you're going to be fluctuating through both of these phases, right? And I really want to dive into that today. And what I love about this is I think that this idea is a great way to filter and evaluate the jobs you're doing and help justify where and how you spend your time. Yeah, so it's just a filter for when you start taking jobs, start auditioning for jobs, really to check in and be like, okay, where am I right now in my career? What's the reality of my job situation? What's the reality of my pay scale? And also, this is a great way to find out why you would say yes to a project, right? Without ideal uh, conditions, right? So maybe it doesn't have the pay you want, but why are you going to say yes anyway? Or maybe it doesn't have the schedule you want, but you're going to say yes. And what is the thing that it's giving you that makes you want to say yes? So like I said, most dancers, and I would say if not all dancers, will start in a growth phase in their career in some way, right? You're taking a lot of different classes or workshops here. You're auditioning for a spectrum of jobs that you have just a little bit of interest in. Uh, you're figuring out how to navigate life, right? You just graduated. Now you're moving to a city and you're like, okay, how do I pay my bills and follow my passion and do, you know, laundry, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, you're balancing schedules. You're trying to get new skill sets. You're making a lot of new connections. It's a really wild time and it feels a lot like polling, 
right? It feels a lot like bringing things to you. You're really asking for a lot. You're saying, look at me. You're saying, uh, give me a job. You're, it's an it's a asking time, right? And the truth is, you're probably going to be going in and out of this phase as you move forward in your career. It's going to feel like pushing. Growth phase feels like pushing a boulder up a hill, and then letting it fall a little bit so it starts to roll, it gets easier, then we push it again. It's like this giant wave that ideally trajectorily moves upward. But this is something that's going to fluctuate, especially if you want to eventually become a multi-hyphen artist, right? Meaning you want to be a contemporary dancer and also a musical theater dancer. And also if you have interest in choreographing, also if you have interest in teaching or directing or movement directing, whatever it is, these all have a learning curve. And that learning curve can be connected to that growth time, right? That growth phase. So I'll give you a little story here. I would, uh, like I said, I was thinking about it for this movement director gig recently because, you know, I don't have a lot of experience in that. I do have some. Yeah, I've done a couple of different projects where I've had to choreograph for film. Um, but there was one, actually, two years ago, I did a, as a dancer, I'll give you this example. Uh, I was a dancer for a visual album for a band called The Hope Sows. So this is a relatively small new band. And the director, Elise reached out to me via Instagram because she found a video I made in my apartment during the pandemic. It was literally like an iPhone two-minute short film. I said, I need to make something. And I like set up my little tripod, put my iPhone on it, threw, had my roommate record some text for me, and I overlaid that. And I said, okay, here's art world, you know, just to get something out there. And she saw it. And uh, we have a mutual friend, Ben, and through conversations, I basically agreed to do this project for her. Um, the catch was that it was unpaid. Yeah. And if you listen to my podcast before, you know that I want all of you to be paid. I want you to get paid for your work, for your talent, for your uh, experience, whatever you you know put the value on uh, why you would be paid. But here's the thing. At the time, I had very little on-set slash on-camera acting experience, right? Casting directors were not really pounding on my door for me to be in films or commercials. And I was really looking for an opportunity to push myself as a performer, right? This was during the pandemic. Uh, I wasn't working regularly. I had a lot of free time. And this project was only a week long. And I say that now because I'm like, I've done lo longer projects that take in, you know, more of my time. But I'm like, it's only a week long. I can do this unpaid. Great. It will give me that experience that I'm really looking for. And the truth is, I could have turned it down. But I was really excited about the work. I liked the people that were involved. I was excited about them. And more than that, I was really looking at this time to expand a part of myself that didn't have the opportunity to do so before this, right? Before this opportunity was presented, I didn't really have those opportunities to be on camera. So for you, this might look like diving into the musical theater world after you've done only primarily contemporary work to, at this point, or maybe you're taking hip hop classes now and you've been, you know, you had a primary focus of ballet in college or growing up. And then maybe you're, you know, 
if you're in the musical theater world, maybe you're doing more regional theater things because that's the stepping stone to get to Broadway for you, right? There are going to be, there's going to be this transition period where you have to gain some new skills or put yourself out there a little bit more in order to do the bigger things down the road. And I don't think everyone has to. I think there is a, no one has to do it in the same way. But I do think it's important that you have some kind of experience before you jump into whatever, before you're ready for the bigger, better paying jobs, right? That's not to say some people can't just show up and book the job and do a great job, right? That happens all the time. I think more common, though, this is the pathway, right? You get a little experience here. You learn a little bit here. You gain a new skill there. You're just filling up your tool belt. So you're ready to be like, yo, this is my rate and this is my worth for this job, right? And I think I tell that story of doing that thing. And it was a great process. I loved working with, and I and it, I was set up for success, right? I knew I wasn't going to be paid. I knew that I liked the people. I knew I was just there for the experience and to have a good time and I had clear goals about what I wanted to accomplish with the visual album, with the with the film. Um, so I didn't feel used. I didn't feel like I was being led on. Everything was so transparent that I said, okay, cool. This is my, my role is clear. I feel like I'm being taken care of. Uh, there's no surprises, right? I'm along for the ride. And that's what made it worthwhile. So later on, when I did another job, I said, okay, well, I have this experience now. I'm going to ask for more. Or I don't actually need this experience again. I'd actually like a different experience. What is that going to be? A different opportunity. And, you know, this is, like I said, this was a new world for me. You know, I've been a professional dancer for six years at this point. I've done a lot of touring. I've done a lot of stage work, but this was different. And I think it's my responsibility and our responsibility to recognize when we are not as qualified. Mm, I don't want to say as qualified. I want to say not as experienced in all realms of performing, right? Now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Okay. I've done this. This is different. Recognizing that's different this is a different kind of performing is really important for you to help build more specific experiences. Yeah. Because on the contrary, I've done my fair share of contemporary and modern works, right? For stage. Uh, so I'm a little more specific about what jobs I say yes to or no to, right? I have a rate. I have experience in this realm to be selective, and there is more of a demand for me there, right? More people are like, oh, I want you to perform in this thing because I know you're really you're really talented at this. You're really good in this area. Um, and of course, this will also has its own growth curve, right? This own growth phase. Um, but I've done so many different things that, yeah, now I'm living in a demand phase, which is really, really nice. But that's not true for all areas of my artistic pursuits. So... I want to close out here. I just want to plant this idea in your mind just for you as you continue to kind of look at your jobs or opportunities that are being presented to you. I think it's so fair to be like, it's not ideal. I think it's 100% fair to look at a job and go, this is not ideal. It's not the ideal pay. It's not the work I really want to be doing. 
But I think it's important if you can filter that and be like, you know what, it's good for right now. It's good for this growth phase because this is the thing that's going to help me get to my demand phase. I think you're going to be happier overall, right? You're going to find more joy in the work because it's not the main thing. It's not the only thing that you're working towards. And what I love about putting jobs I do through this filter is that I really start to understand what I'm good at. I really ask myself, okay, where do, what am I really good at? What are my strengths? I can see areas I need to improve or I need to learn more. Um, and I can confidently get the pay I deserve when I, you know, have a bank of experiences to refer to, right? I'm like, well, this is my rate because I have all of this. And I don't need to justify my rate to anyone. But for myself, it's really nice to have uh, that to reference on my own, right? I can be like, I can explain it to you, but I don't need to. But for myself, I like to explain it to myself. <laughs> I like to be like, well, you know, I have experience X, Y, and Z, and that's why my rate is this. And if that's doesn't work for you, let me know. And that and we don't have to do this project or we can reevaluate. We can negotiate on what my involvement is. But, you know, from there I can decide what's worth it or not. Yeah. Even in a growth place, I have the authority to say yes or no. But even if it's unpaid, I can always quantify what I do get. And I hope that's what you're doing too in your growth phase. You're like, okay, I'm not getting what I want, but this is what I do get. What am I missing? And does the job or project get me closer to where I want to be? Yeah. Enjoy that growth phase, everybody. I I look back and I there are projects that I have done that I've been like, well, won't do that again. But, you know, learning experience. And there are projects that I got a lot of great skills from, even if my bank account didn't get any bigger from it. Yeah. So enjoy the demand. Enjoy the growth. Um if you have questions on this, please let me know. It's an idea I'm really excited about diving in more to. So feel free to reach out to me at Breaking the Wall Podcast or at It's Brandon Coleman. And don't forget, if you are interested, if you are listening to this in the next week since it's been published, you can go ahead and message me on Instagram. Be like, hey, I want to I wanna know more about this project. One to two years of professional uh, experience or living in New York, a contemporary dancer, and not having the best luck or haven't booked any jobs yet. I would love to hear from you if you want to know more about what this uh, program is going to be. And I will talk to you all later. I hope you have a great day. See you all soon. Bye.